Let's try that again. <clears throat> Stop laughing. I told you my brain is out of order today. All right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> It's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. It's Friday there. I never left. It's lights out and away we go! Welcome back to the Grow Great Girls podcast. It's been one hell of a week, one hell of a race, and we're so excited to talk about it. Woohoo! Yay, I'm here with Cece. Hello. And I'm Dennis. Um, hopefully by now few of you know my voice. <laughs> but if not, yeah. Hi. So yes, uh, Austin, I want to start out real quickly before we get further in to... Um, this podcast we've had our one-year anniversary of being global good girls we did that last Tuesday so the 18th and we are now doing the same race for the second time because our first upload of a podcast was on the US uh, GP last year Oh, yeah, I remember that. We did two episodes because we had so much to talk about. We did, and now we're just like, you know what? Stuff it. It could just go into one episode. If you don't listen to it all, well, okay. But if you manage to get to the end, we love you forever. (laughs) True, true, we do. So this is the first time we're doing seconds, basically. I'm so excited for that. I mean, we do have Jeddah twice already because Jeddah was um, like the third or fourth race this year and it was the second to last race last year so, so yeah second it was second la- last race last year second race this year because we had the third Melbourne had the third race we always end exactly. up having third because they're like we come to Melbourne like too late in the year it's like like flooding like Melbourne's currently flooding or like in the middle of the year or if we go too late at the end of the year like where we are now like you're gonna flood but you're also gonna have no tires because our tarmac is mounting so it's a lose-lose situation unless you have it at the start (laughs) yeah okay so let's get to it (laughs) the um second usgp commented or like talked about by the global great girls um i mean what a race it started pretty much um shitty for all ferrari fans no surprise there if we're all honest no but um, so, it looked so promising we're like yes yeah. carlo is on pole like he's got good pace through qualifying it will be fine and then turn one happened and i have look i love george russell but that for the first at least 10 laps i'm like i don't really like you at the moment <laughs> like I what? mean to be honest the start uh from Carlos was not that good because Max basically had him by uh like three meters <laughs> away yeah, Max, from uh from start Max had the better reaction yeah yeah definitely so Max had the better start took p1 immediately um but of course Carlos tried to fight back but also had two Mercedes um, right behind him um, when 
they went into turn one and then obviously George Russell uh, decided to play bowling with the Ferrari. Um, I'm not saying it was intentional, obviously. But yeah, first lap, what the frick. Um, Carlos had to retire. He's 16 F this year. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot for all Ferrari fans and obviously for the Ferrari guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Leclerc started from P12 due to an engine penalty, but he did pretty well too. But that's we're gonna get to that later. It's I don't know. I mean, obviously, when that happened, Lewis Hamilton was on P2. So I had a little bit of like 2021 flashbacks with Max and Lewis um, fighting there. And then, I mean, it, it, it was something because the Aston Martin for some reason was up there too. Like first stroll and Fettel came up there too. And I was like, <laughs> it's happening. Come on, give me another podium, please, please, please. And it looked so good in the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, Sebastian Fettel took the lead. Uh, of the race at some point I was like Um, (laughs) I was I was literally crying like I had tears in my eyes I was so so happy to see him up there I Um, think like I think it was yeah like 16 laps from the end and it's like okay everybody else just like go away for like like 16 laps everybody off. pretty much like if you want to fight for Second and third, fight for second and third. But for the love of God, leave that man at the front. He deserves one win, just one win on his like retiring year, just one. And yeah, I mean, like, come on. At least he completed three thousand five hundred leading laps when in his Formula One career. So that was a big milestone that we obviously all thought he would was never gonna get, especially on Aston Martin. But it happened. Yeah, Max Verstappen had a very bad pit stop. And then um, Seb had a very bad pit stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was screaming and crying, not out of joy for both of these occasions, but that left Lewis Hamilton in the lead. It did. Um, We're all like, Hammer's back. He's back. Speaking of Hammer, we got a Bono to Lewis. It's Hammer time right at the start of the race. So like, boy, we're only five laps in. Like, the hell are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it it was something. Obviously, there was uh, Lewis's chance to make continue his streak of having at least one win season since he entered F1. But uh, Max Verstappen fought back. Um, then we had a really, really good fight between those two. But before that happened, we have another thing to cover, and that's Alonso and Stroll's accident it it, I I mean it left me literally a little bit speechless um because well first of all Lance Stroll did a very very late move and it was just weird Alonso went basically flying yeah he was and then he was at a 45 degree angle he was literally like almost in a lounge chair looking up at the sky at that point and we're like ah (laughs) don't like the look of that at that point, I want to say I was absolutely amazed by how Fernando Alonso got that car back under control. When it came down, he even like touched the walls there, but he did manage to keep the car under control, get control back, which we didn't see immediately. And that's something else I want to cover because they did show Lance Stroll pretty much immediately getting out of the car. So that was fine. But 
for me, I did not see Alonso until they showed him back in the pits. Like, they showed him making his way back to the pits, and I did not see him between the time of the crash and um, him entering the pit lane. And I don't know how it is with you, but every time they don't show a driver immediately, um, my heart it starts just racing because the longer they don't show him, the higher are the chances that something um, happened and he isn't getting out of the car. Yeah, no. So our commentator said that he managed to get the car back under control and was on the way back to the pit. So as much as they were showing um, Stroll they and not Alonso, we had that confirmation that he was okay because the car was still being driven. So Okay, yeah, we didn't have that. Um, so all, all that got mentioned was holy hell like he hit that wall incredibly close to that corner of that like side road and had he hit that like it'd be a different story and we're like please don't say that <laughs> this thing called commentators curse and y'all have a very very high tendency to cause <laughs> to happen so so basically they just gave Alonso a new front wing and changed his set of tires and sent him back out again. And and he drove his heart out. Like Dude, yeah. Damn. Obviously, um his um SCC so um perfectly described in our live updates on Instagram during the race. Um his um his back mirror left the car. <laughs> Yes, no, so he's, um, yeah, he's right mirror, yeah. Exactly. They, it just, it, and gone. Um, the thing is, he never got a black and orange flag, and the car was, with that, basically cleared to be okay to drive. And um, then, he managed to get to P7, mm. uh, from back of the grid to P7. Um, and then, in... After the there race... Was a, yeah, after the race, there was a protest and the yeah. FIA just said, oh, yeah, well, okay, you're right. Um, Let's just give him a, like, 100-second penalty. I mean, it wasn't 100-second, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, that, there's been so much drama with that because Haas put that protest in 24 minutes after the shut-off time of being able to put protests in. So on a race weekend, you have, like, X amount of time to be able to put protests in, and they were 24 minutes after the fact. So realistically, it shouldn't actually count. And the fact that the stewards cleared it, it's like they're doubling back to make one team happier over the other when if that was to be the penalty or something to do like with that, it should have been done prior. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just fair. I mean, if the car is broken, you have to get out. You cannot uh, endanger other drivers and all of that stuff. Of course, that's totally legit, but you cannot let a driver, like, clear the car. Don't give black and orange friends. Let the car drive. Let the driver that just had an accident drive his heart out for the remaining uh, time of the race, um, getting back into the points, and then just be like, oh, yeah, well, no, never mind what the fuck mm. i'm so angry i mean i am not the biggest uh fernando alonso fan um but he grew on me since he came back but like i don't feel like i have a like favorism going on here mm. um 
because I know if it would be one of my favorite drivers, I would say it's unfair either way. Yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. not one of my favorite drivers. So I feel like I really, I, I don't have favorism going on here. And I'm just saying what's right. I feel like I'm right here. I feel like that's massively unfair. I don't like it. But um, speaking of penalties, though. Oh, were there penalties this season, this race? We've had George with the five second penalty because of the crash with. I mean, it was like a slap on the wrist. Pretty to be much, honest. like like we're yeah. not we're not really gonna do anything. It's like, well, maybe you should because like that could have mm. ended a hell of a lot differently. Maybe you yeah, should. I mean, I'm not even gonna comment on that. It's it, anyway. It, yeah. um, Moving on. Had Pierre got a five second time penalty for exceeding 10 car lengths whilst under the safety car. I think that was with the first safety car, not the second. I think that was when after Valtteri spun out. Um, They were the only two that I can recall for penalties outside of Alonso um, that haven't come like after the fact, but Speaking of penalty and things, track limits. Oh, oh, um, yeah. Let's get into that. Okay. Um, so, okay, let's get into it. I'm feeling like I'm in 2021 again. Oh, okay. So, Pierre got. We so- need a Hamilton fan on the podcast. Like, we, we at some point, we need a really Hamilton fan on the podcast to just like talk it out. Or it would be so funny. Okay, but starting with the penalties of track limits and things like that. Well, you didn't get a track limit penalty I don't think anyway Pierre he was told several times do not go over the track limits and that's including practices and qualifying the kid was just like yeet track limits I don't care and we're like Pierre please please stay with on the drive line just stay mm-hmm. within the drive line then we had the glorious thing of Max, this is your third and final warning of track limits to then have Lewis go and be told that Max has been told about track limits and he's on his last warning and after this he'll get a time penalty to he went outside the track at turn 11, he went outside the track at turn 5, he went outside the track. Possibly turn 9. Possibly this one too. And then came the best possible time because for us it was literally like Bono Bono, he went outside the track limits possibly at turn nine okay Lewis I'm just letting you know you also have been warned this is your last warning next time you get track limit it was it was so good it was so good and it was just the timing of it because I so I was doing when I was doing the live updates I put up the thing of like finished typing out going Max has been told like it's his last warning type of thing and then put up the Lewis is now giving a running commentary of all the track limits Max has apparently done which are probably the three track limits that he's actually been pinged for (laughs) um and literally just as I had posted that came through the note going you've been pinged for track limits. This is your third and final warning. I'm like, oh, this is just golden. This is like 2021 all over again with these two just trying to find anything to blame the other one for just to be able to get that little bit more time ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it, it, I was I was screaming laughing at that point because of course, if you exceed the track limits, it's good to get a warning, you get a penalty, whatever. Of course, I was hoping that Max wouldn't go over them again um 
But it was just funny to see Lewis trying everything to get a penalty to Max to maybe possibly have another chance to get through to him or to uh, win if he stays within the five-second penalty that is given normally. But yeah, I mean, it was a little bit funny to hear him just all the time. Oh, he went up there. Oh, oh, oh. And possibly there. Maybe there. Most likely there. And um, the three seconds later. <laughs> yeah, and then three seconds later, there was the insert on top of the screen. Lewis Hamilton has been given black and white flag. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, the final warning. warning. Exactly. So um, at that point, I was just like, <laughs> um, which is funny, and it makes sense to me because. Like in my brain, of course, I've never been in an F1 car, so I don't know if that's like really true. But in my mind, if you're able to see someone going over the track limits, you kind of go over there too, right? Like if you're Mm, that close. You think so. um, Like if you see it, if you're able to see it, you have to be like in a certain position. So you would be going off too, most likely. Yeah, pretty much. Like. You'd have to be almost. But yeah. I, I I think so. It's just in my mind, if like for you to be able to see it out of the car that you were in, you kind of have to be like in a certain position. But maybe that's just me. Mm. <laughs> but that was my thought the whole time. Uh, he said, "Oh yeah, there he went off. Oh yeah, there he went off." And I was like, uh, "Why do you see that? Like, shouldn't you be g- going off too then?" And then came the answer, and I was yeah. like, uh, "I was right." <laughs> lulls but yeah so at one point with having Lewis, Seb and Max in the top three we had a total of 13 world driver champion titles in the top three. Oh yeah that was epic um <laughs> we did that it, it, yeah it, it, it was something honestly I was I was not sad that Hamilton didn't win because of course I was preferring Max to win but there was like a little part of me that was like, mm, but his kind of the streak of him having one win every season is kind of nice. So I love how you're just like, I wasn't too fussed that like Lewis didn't win. And I'm like, my predictions on our Instagram page state that I wanted Carlos first. And well, George fuck that up. So I'm like, great. Yay. Mm, yeah. Thank yeah. God I, I mean, don't have an F1 fantasy team right now because I would be losing. Oh god, I started at the beginning of the season and they didn't change it or update it for the whole season. So <laughs> I don't fucking know where I am. I should look at that at some point. Like maybe I accidentally like chose someone that's doing that has been doing really well, but I think I did it at the time where Ferrari was on top. So possibly I chose both Ferrari drivers. That's all right. Then um, it's still like fairly decent-ish. Yeah, and I think I chose Pierre Gasly, which might have been a mistake this season <sighs> to <laughs> to choose him for the fantasy league. But yeah, um, whatever. Moving on. Um, the Max did have his thirty third race win, which I also want to mention because thirty three is his number, so that's kind of cool. It is kind um, of cool. Um, I want to mention some overtakings. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. right. we've had Lando just being like yo boy that's my spot now like I swear in five laps he had to have like overtaken like half the f- grid mm-hmm. 
we've had like Max is in first position. Now Charles is in first position. Max is back in first. Charles is back in first. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, oh my God, can we just like choose one person in front, please? But it was so good. Honestly, I loved seeing those two battling because I always feel like they they're doing like harsh moves. They're really fighting with each other, but nothing ever happened between those two this season. If I'm not wrong there, but I think I would remember. No, those two have been battling like yeah. And I I just I I love it so much that those two can battle without one thing about it. <laughs> um so yeah um, but yeah that was the Austin race um did you see the flag waving the checkered flag waving oh yeah I was so pissed oh my god I was so pissed I was like I'm sorry bro like you could you could put at least a little bit of empathy in flat my three-year-old would do it better <laughs> my three-year-old would do it better jesus christ i, I mean feel like you want lack your one and a half like, year old would probably also do it better like, yeah yeah both could do it better at that point like i'm I, I i don't even know what to say to it it was horrible the whole thing was horrible i i hate it so much when there are like I mean, there are people in the fandom that have been watching the sport for ages um, and they would literally kill to be the one to wave the checkered flag. And But no, you have some celebrity there um, who is not motivated at all. Um, he looks like he would rather be well doing anything, basically, and he, he's not putting any effort in it. And I know I would kill for having the opportunity to wave the checkered flag I know you would too mm. so this just seems like a little bit of a slap in the face because it would be such a good like marketing wise if you choose one local randomly during races um to wave the checkered flag why do you have to use celebrities who don't really want to be there anyway yeah ticket holder number da, 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 da. please make your way to the <laughs> club entry like yeah, exactly. Just choose someone random. I mean, it would be such a good thing, and it would it would probably even add to the um, selling numbers uh, for the Grand Prix, because if you have the chance to be the one selected um, for waving the checkered flag and like maybe meeting like Nicholas Latifi or someone, I mean, you know, yeah, whoever. No one too important. He's not busy. I yeah. think. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, so other real quick things because like we're running out of time. Um, Max has now equaled Sebastian Vettel and Michael Schumacher on the record of the most wins in one season, which is now 13. Um, there was so Circuit of the Americas had 440,000 people attend the race weekend, which is the highest they've ever had, which I also think probably tops the highest attendance record for any F1 race across any of the seasons. So maybe, maybe we did have, there was like 296 trees to be planted around the circuit of the Americas in honor of Sebastian Vettel's 296 race starts. Um, It will be, yes. it'll be called Vettel Grove. That's what the section's going to be called. So it's honestly, be- that's beautiful. It is. Um, and some sad news to come out. 
and I'm going to butcher this name because I am so bad at names. Dietrich so Mateschitz. There you go. Maybe you should just, yeah. Yeah, it's Dietrich Mateschitz. He was the CEO and co-founder of Red Bull. Um, he basically helped all the Red Bull drivers to be where they are. Um, he was absolutely incredible. He was a visionary. He formed so, so many careers. Um, Max Verstappen, Pierre Gasly, and, and the, I mean, just to name the, a few um, that Alcobar, have been on the... Yeah, yeah like Carlos, it's... Daniel. The list goes on, basically, since Rebel Racing was... Um, Founded. Here. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely a huge loss um, also for the Rebel Juniors. But, yeah. Um, I don't know what to say to it. <laughs> it's, it's sad. It's sad that he's um, gone now. And I think no one will be able to really, really good like replace him. Mm. Um, but outside of um, that passing, there was another passing in the paddock this weekend as well. Um, within the Haas garage. So one of the team members for Haas, Harvey Cook, passed away from cancer. So they also had black bands on for Harvey, um, which not quite as significant as like for globally as what Red Bull had with theirs. But um, for Haas, it was still definitely a sad time this weekend for them as well. But yeah, so but quickly to wrap this up, one interesting fact that you've been obsessed with this entire week, give me anything, one thing that you've just obsessed over this entire week. Uh, 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 Jesus Christ, CC, don't do that to me. Um, 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 one, one thing I obsessed with this week. Oh my God, don't do that to me. (laughs) Would you like um, to go first whilst you give yourself a think? (laughs) Like Formula One wise, like the world of Formula One wise, I definitely obsessed over the Pit Stop podcast and the, um, sort of drama like not really drama but kind of drama that was going on um there because obviously there were a lot of people just like coming out and saying that it's unfair that those two have been given like such huge opportunities without even knowing that Sebastian Vettel is a four-time world champion and if women would do a podcast about Formula One with the same amount of knowledge they would be ripped apart and like under three seconds which is true but also I feel like they have always been open about them being new fans them coming into the sport and um, marketing it also as their like lack of knowledge that's kind of their charm if that makes sense so I don't feel like it's it's not their fault and suddenly everyone is now oh no they don't know anything and it's like "Mm, yeah well that's their thing um but I do I, I do definitely agree that if we had the same amount of knowledge or the same lacking of knowledge, um, we would probably already like have gone right viral for our lack of knowledge and be ripped apart yeah. <laughs> for having an opinion. I mean, we do get ripped apart for having an opinion on social uh, media. Yeah like all the time I have been told to go back into the kitchen several times, even though the claims I made were right. Um, 
but that's all like a whole new topic that we don't have time to talk about right now. So, Cece, one thing about Formula One that you obsessed over this week. Okay, so it's not necessarily Formula One. It is formula-based, um, but it is from the Formula Two boys. Now, I stumbled across this video on TikTok by absolute mistake. It just happened to come up in my For You page, but Screaming Meals. And if you don't know what Screaming Meals is, Screaming Meals is an Instagram page that was created by Marcus Armstrong purely to put up photos of all his favourite meals from where he's travelled around the world and done all the rest of it. Um, which he's now kind of got a podcast with. And it was like the Kiwi episode one. So it had like, had Marcus in there, had his friend James in there, had Clement in there, and it had Liam Lawson. And I'm like, I'm in here yeah. for it because you're just talking shit and you're drinking wine. I'm for I've it. I've seen that on TikTok so, too. I love it. And I love it because I can listen to it in the car, but if I actually want to know what they're doing interacting with each other, I can jump onto YouTube when I get home and just rewatch it all. So it's great. So yes. <laughs> That was my, that's my obsession at the moment. Yes. That's perfect. Well, we'll see you next week. Um, we hope that you um, stayed till the end um, because yeah. the end is always the most chaos for us um, as per usual. Um, we will see you next week with the Mexican GP. Woohoo. Okay, if you made it this far, uh, well done. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you enjoy the Mexican Grand Prix. We hope you enjoyed the Circuit of the Americas US Grand Prix. If you haven't already, go and take a look on our socials. We have Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, if you can find one, you can find them all. They are at Global Greek Girls. Um, the link for our link tree will be in the description. And, yeah, have a great week. Rest of your week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next week.